Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number 26 of The Completed Podcast, where we talk everything Magic the Gathering related with a focus on competitive magic with some friendly banter along the way. Today, I have my fellow co-host, Brandon Smith, a.k.a. B-Money. What up? What's up, man? How's your week been? Uh, eventful. <laughs> um, that's the easiest way to sum it up. Fair enough, fair enough. So, um... How's how's Magic been treating you? I know you've been a, a couple RCQs. You've been playing a little bit online. Um, we have an RCQ coming up this weekend. Tell me, tell tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I've basically been in the process of like moving. I just moved like the last like two weeks, so like kind of still getting uh, readjusted to being back here. I guess um, it's a little weird, but. Uh, I mean, my main focus has been on that, and then I've been injured, so I've been kind of going to the doctor left and right uh, for a hip injury, so I feel like I'm 80. It's kind of fun, but uh, other than that, magic-wise, I think uh, I still haven't found what I really like to play. I finally played Scam last weekend. It felt good in the non-Scam mirrors, but in the mirrors, it just felt abysmal i'd rather play a hogak mirror than back in the day rather than play this at least the hogak mirror was like somewhat entertaining whereas like the scam mirrors like not really <laughs> um but i played scam last weekend i went x and two i think it was like third i ended up getting like 11th place 13th place something like that you know, just not not well enough to be there. I think I was on like the bottom side of the X twos, which wasn't very good because I think every opponent that I played against uh, either dropped or just didn't win any games outside of me beating them. So my percentages were awful. Um, then I played like Cascade Beanstalk at the one the weekend before. I just can't really figure out what I want, what I like to play in modern. Um, Titan just hasn't felt good at all when I've played it, even though it's like the deck that I usually play. It just, I, I just keep running into scam decks and getting Blood Mooned and getting double griefed. And it just, it doesn't line up very well. Um, but shout out to the people that are being successful with Titan because that shit's hard. <laughs> yeah, like, especially a scam world, like you said. Like, I feel like turn one grief scam is, it's very hard to beat for Titan. Your draws have to be very, very good. Yeah, kind of... it has to be very good. Or you have to have, like, one of those bulletproof hands that has, like, four lands. Um, like, four lands, including one of the uh, Urza Sagas. And then, like, them not cast Blood Moon on turn three. Uh, yeah, so you just have to have one of those hands that's kind of bulletproof. But it's it's kind of hard to do. It's like the same percentage of getting a hand that has double grief. So it's uh, it's definitely a difficult time. Um, all the rest of the matchups seem fine to me. The four color matchups a little bit rough just because they just generate a lot of value. But, um, you know, it is it is what it is. You can you, it's still it's still Magic the Gathering and you can still take any deck to a tournament and still just run through a tournament and get, you know, partially lucky, but also play well all day so i'm kind of banking on that for this weekend um and hopefully we take this one down it's a two slaughter which is like unheard of around our area now so 
Hopefully. That is true. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully two of us qualify. Yeah, that'd be sick. I hope the car qualifies. That'd be that'd be gas. That would be super sick because Tanner already got his uh his qualification. So that's yeah, that's one, that's one out, of us already. It's one out of four. Xavier qualified in Spain, which was cool. Okay, so yeah, so that's one. That's two out of five. So uh, yeah, he qualified in Spain for the I guess the RC in Spain. Whenever that's coming up soon yeah are coming up relatively soon i don't know he'll be deployed there in the military for a few months or i think uh about six or seven months more about six months longer so he'll be able to do the rc before he leaves spain which would be super cool um but he did qualify through uh rcq over there whatever their equivalent is in in um in spain but yeah so we've got technically two of the five qualified for this modern season um i know that a lot of us last season didn't get to play a lot of pioneer because we had you know a lot of stuff going on in our life where you know and just whether it was work or whether it was you know anything else uh you know yeah. just couldn't devote a lot of time last season i could because i had nothing going on but uh <laughs> <laughs> um you were you were in that sweet spot of moving where you weren't really tied down to anything. So yeah, I was in that sweet spot in Nashville where I was just like, I didn't really have any, I guess it sounds really, really sad, but didn't really have any friends. And my roommate and I had offset schedules. So it was really easy for me to just be like, all right, there's an RCQ within four hours. Cool. I'll wake up early on a Saturday and go (laughs) like, (laughs) like, I didn't really care, (laughs) but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I also have never been to top tier, so that's gonna be oh, kind of crazy. Yeah. I've never actually stepped foot inside the store of top tier, so um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Team Metamorph can uh, take down the two slots. That'd be the sickest. That'd be the sickest end to the R- to an RCQ that I've ever been to, and hopefully. Uh, if that doesn't happen, there's also a two slaughter at Vans in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. I think is where it is on Sunday. So I'm hoping that I can work out a deal with Cameron that if if one of us qualifies, the other one will ride with the other one on Sunday to Vans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and just not play, but. Um, it'll be, I, I'll, I'm down to do it for him. I'll ride with him to vans if he wants to go and I'll chill and I'll hang out and I'll like whatever. But if, uh, if, if I qual or if he qualifies on Saturday, I'd hope that, uh, that he will make the ride with me on Sunday as well. <laughs> so we'll see. I think he would. I, I honestly think he would. Yeah. So, oh, and, uh, but before we get into, uh, you know, kind of our talk about the weekend and what decks we plan on playing and all that good stuff. Uh, I do want to apologize to you guys for us being a little bit inactive uh, with the podcast. Um, as we when he's kind of explained, you know, we've had some things come up in our personal lives that we've kind of had to take care of on top of him being in the process of moving and his injury. Um, we just necessarily haven't had a whole lot of time to, to kind of, you know, do the, the weekly uploads, but um, we are back. Hopefully we, we are back. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's looking like we're gonna get back on the weekly schedule, so uh, we'll be uploading uh, 
every week again. So, again, I just wanted to apologize about that. But, let's talk about this weekend. So, you said you played the Beanstack about two, week in, yeah, two weekends two ago? Yeah, two weekends ago. Okay, and, and, and you're talking about... As far I as played aware, the you're... Cascade Beans deck with the Elder Deep Fiends because I was like super intrigued by Elder Deep Fiend. Mm, okay. <laughs> the card's really good, but the deck sucks ass. So <laughs> 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 it's not good. I, I mean, okay, look, I could get I can get behind the people that are like, oh, you just have to play it right. But dude, it's just there you're stuck between this really weird spot where like sometimes you have a deep fiend in your hand and you can't cast it. Therefore it does nothing. And it's like that's like that's like the match we played. You you ended up drawing like two elder deep fiends. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll take the cascaders. Like exactly, it's like I guess I'll take the things that actually draw to something that does something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead, you were just like, all right, well, these other two cards do nothing, so those are blanks. <laughs> uh, Instead, I'll take the cards that actually do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just Yo, yeah, 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 that was embarrassing. But, I mean, you might be able to get a, a scam player that's just scared. You put the fear in them, like true. Be like, oh, I got, I gotta take the, I gotta take the, the deep fiends. But true, I could do that. I, I think the deck's sweet. Um, but I, I genuinely think that's about it. I don't know if you agree or disagree. No, I but... think the deck's sweet. I think the deck, uh, obviously, like any other four color pile, still has legs in the right room, but, um. Like, for instance, I played against Burn twice that day, which is Burn's just like a really awkward matchup in general, especially for someone that's like not putting a clock on somebody. So that's that's kind of rough. But in modern right now, it's either you're 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 gunning down the road, foot smashing the gas or you're like traveling over speed bumps until you get to the highway. And then you can smash the gas. So it's like, that's kind of what I think, I feel like modern is right now. Yeah, it kind of, modern's always been like a turn four format, right? But I feel like with the addition of scam, it's kind of become a two turn format where if you don't have an answer for a big threat on turn two, you're kind of just out of it. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, turn two is a little aggressive. Maybe turn three. Well, we can compromise at turn three. <laughs> turn three. Turn three sounds fair. Oh, okay, deal. That's fine with me. It just feels like you know, like you just you gotta draw so well against scam. But that, we're getting into that topic. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. later but yeah, um, I, I know why you said turn four format. It's because you miss casting cryptic command. I can just I, I can feel it in your voice where you're like, God dang it, I miss snapping back cryptic. But. Bro, like, that was sick. <laughs> think about that. Just think about that for a second. We used to spend six mana to flash and snapcaster and then cast cryptic command. Yeah. And that was like, was like, people were like, oh my god, that's fucking 90% insane. of the time it was to like counter a spell and draw a card for six mana. <laughs> like, oh, dog. What a I world dirty. we live in. <laughs> I feel dirty even talking about it because that just sounds so garbage now. Like, it sounds so bad. Oh, it's awful. But, like, I mean,. I definitely think that the that I the formats were arguably a little bit more fun back then. No, that that's that's no contest. A thousand percent they were. Yeah, I th- I feel like you could get away with playing more craziness and still mm-hmm. have a game against most decks, but now it's like if you're not playing like 
for like creativity is a prime example. Like creativity is nowhere to be seen. And the people that were playing creativity religiously are now switching to four color decks and stuff. So it's like, or switching to scam. And it's like, yeah, it just sucks. Cause like creativity it, as a whole was just such a cool concept and a cool idea. And now it's just completely trash. So yeah. Cause like the top decks just, or the top deck, I should say it attacks your mana, it attacks your hand, it attacks you from the standpoint where you can't play magic, like, mechanically well. Yeah. And I mean that in the sense of, that, like, you can't mulligan aggressively yeah. without getting severely punished. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it's very hard. It's, it's, it's definitely, it definitely weighs on your decisions of, like, when you're sitting down from your opponent and they have you have no idea what they're playing, it definitely weighs on my decision making of being like, well, is this hand good against you know X deck? And then it's like, all right, it's good against X deck, but is this hand still good against turn one double double grief? And you just like unfortunately have to keep like that weird boogeyman like thought in the back of your head at all times of being like i could just get double thought seized on turn one <laughs> so yep. it's like it's hard man that, modern's hard right now i'm not gonna lie if you have already won an rcq this season congrats to you because modern is a rough format right now it's definitely hard to to de- to dominate modern as a whole so no it really is and a lot of people are starting to well not starting to it's kind of been the sentiment for a while now but a lot of people are just like i'm not fucking touching modern yeah because even the decks that have a good matchup against scam they can still just lose like on the spot bro you know what's funny is the other day on i think it was like on facebook i was in like some group or something and there is a there's a store somewhere in america that is running scamless weekly modern where no one can play scam I saw that. Yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just nuts. That's a, it's it's a cool idea because people just like generally just like don't like playing against the deck, even yeah. though the deck is really good. I'm not discounting how good the deck is, but it's like sometimes you just don't feel like getting scammed on turn one. So it makes sense to just be like, hey, we're gonna have a tournament where no one can play scam and everyone else can wide open the format and see what happens. Yep. And I'm sure there's some crazy decks that people play during that tournament too, just because they're like, "Whoa, I can, I, I've unlocked a part of modern that has not been unlocked for a while." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, w- the, uh, the the it's kind of weird. Modern right now, it's it's got like that double edged sword where it feels stale but also is fun to play. That's like what my perception of modern is right now. I don't know if you I, feel the same way, but I I share the same sentiment, but in the sense of that, like, it's probably because I'm a disgusting fucking scam player. To be completely honest, that's with true. You. But I can reach into my I, bag and grab your deck right now if you want me to. You have my deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I give it to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whew, okay. Yeah, I was like, I I completely blanked that I'd let you borrow it, but. The, I don't know, like, this weekend, I'm even contemplating not playing Scam because I expect so much Scam. And, like you said, there is no, like, that matchup is just atrocious. It's not fun. Yes, like, the mirror match is atrocious. Bro. 
It's not fun. It's the least skill intensive, like, mirror match I think I've ever played in my life. Because it's either they grief you or you grief them and that's pretty much it. But I have been thinking. So I'm either playing that Grixis Murktide deck this weekend or I can go full degenerate mode and just play four Leyline of Sanctities in my sideboard. That's it's good against, aggressive. It's good against Scam. Yeah. It's good against Burn. But you need... you. I feel like you need cards so like from my experience this past weekend the 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 mirror is abysmal those that was my my losses this weekend was the mirror and it was because in one of the mirror matches my opponent opened up leyline in game two and that was brutal because i had the double scam hand and i was like this hand's great and then i can only do it once because leyline of the void and then like I, I kind of got to a point where it was, like, stable. And then it was just, like, us top-decking back and forth. Like, whoever drew the best card was going to win the game. And that's, yeah. like, really annoying. But then my second matchup was just, like... It was kind of just, like, one-for-ones until someone drew multiple lands. And then it was over. So, I don't... The, the scam mirror, I don't think... I think it's just... I honestly... Honestly think it's just a dice roll. It truly feels that way. If somebody told me, hey, in the scam mirror match, I'll give you a seven land opener, I would snap keep it. <laughs> I don't know about that. In a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. That's aggressive. Because at least I'm hitting my land drops. Yeah, but you're going to draw can't... six more lands. Okay, see, that's where <laughs> that's where it becomes a problem. As long as I don't draw the, the other lands in my deck, I'm chilling. That's fair. But... I don't know, man. Uh, it's... I, I mean, I'm... I, I Honestly, like, I think it... If you have access to Scam, I think it's incorrect not to play Scam, right? That's what I was thinking, like, man. I, I, so, it's like... It's, it's kind of like you were back in the day, right? When you when Blue-White was, like, on top of the format, right? There was no way anybody could convince you not to play Blue-White. It's true. And it's like, that was definitely, like, the best of the best at the time. And so... I don't know. I feel like you're losing percentage points if you like don't play the best deck in the format, but I don't know. Yeah. It's really weird. We test the other night I tested a lot of the um a lot of the hardened scales to scan the matchup. I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. Scam almost cannot win that match. Against what? Against hardened scales? Oh, no. Bro, no. It, it's it's so hard for scam to win. Yeah. It's, I don't know. That's, it, like, part of, like, I'm slowly putting together hardened scales. Like, I've got a lot of the pieces already, but I'm still missing a decent chunk of the deck. Probably about 20 cards or so. But I'm pretty close to having it done, and I'm excited to play it, honestly. I think it's good. I think fun. that deck's low-key, like, super good. Yeah. I don't get why a lot of people don't play it. It's hard. I get, yeah, that's the what I was going to say. The skill ceiling on hardened scales hard. is, like, the same skill ceiling as Titan, really. Like, it's, like... You just have to giga brain every single match. Yeah, that's fair. Like the, it's not the sequencing. It's just the arcbound ravager and the modular interactions and shit. I feel like that's where the deck really, like it really shows you like who's a good pilot and who isn't. And I love decks like that. Yeah, it's definitely personally. a very skill intensive deck. It, it does. It's very rewarding to know it, but it's also very detrimental if you don't so that's kind of rough but 
So what do you think the hardest part about the deck is? I think the hardest part about the deck is picking your spots. Um, picking your spots and doing the math in a way where you are also like figuring what your opponent could have to stop you from doing what you're doing. God. Because like... You know, you could you could easily just like turn one a thing, turn to, you know, turn one hardened scales, turn two, play this ballista on one, but like and then like turn three, play, you know, whatever plus whatever, and then, you know, turn that into fifteen mana or fifteen power or whatever. But it's like it's hard to do that. Uh it's easy to do it on the surface, but it's hard to do it whenever you have to worry about your opponent. And one slight misstep, it just is so backbreaking. That's true. So yeah. that's where the hard part comes in, I think. But the deck is super good. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hopefully have it together here soon. So realistically, what's a when do you think I'll have it completely like done by? Uh, maybe a week or two. I'm still sifting through stuff at the shop that I can possibly snag and um, snag and like um, so I don't have to order anything online. I'm basically trying to to get it to a point where I don't have like when I order the rest of the deck online, it is the rest of the 75. Okay. So gotcha. or I guess 80 plus cards because of like random sideboard cards that I might use, but yeah, yeah. So. Oh well, yeah, man. Yeah, I, if I had the time, and if we did have the cards, I would also probably consider playing Hardened Scales. But right now, I'm, I'm honestly just leaning towards the the Grixis Merc type deck that I think it got like first or second at an F2F event. Face I think that's what they're called. Face, yeah. yeah I'd, let's call it by its real name. Vega. Sorry. Come on, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> F2F Give the Canadians their credit. <laughs> yeah true yeah sorry but yeah the, the the that deck seemed really cool i think it has a very good scam matchup that's the only reason i even so to why do there. you think that it has a good scam matchup uh you play lightning bolt <laughs> you play subtlety gotcha. you play fatal push i mean it's just it's a good tempo deck you also get access to blood moon in the side which is very good against like the four color decks and stuff yeah. Um, yeah. That's, Doesn't that's, this deck play a null in the sideboard? It does. It plays a one. <laughs> that's of. funny. That card's. Funny. Is that how you say it? I've been saying it differently. Well, do you, do you I say, just don't a say it out loud? No, I say it. <laughs> no, don't say that. Let's <laughs> 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 not say that word. <laughs> No, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it plays a one-off, yeah. Oh, man. It took me a second, and then the light bulb went off, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh. Um, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, like, Grix has good cards, so, like... Basically, yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're playing Counterspell in Modern right now, you have to be dedicated to playing Counterspell in Modern right now. Because, like, Counterspell in Modern just doesn't seem like where I want to be, honestly. It does not cook. Um, and I mean, realistically, this is just like blue, black plus Ragavan and lightning bolt. Yep. Like, 
that's basically it. So, yeah, I was talking to Tanner about that, and it was definitely a toss-up between Blue Black, the Grixis deck, and then Scam. And I just I don't know if I want to take Scam to a room full of Scam with people prepared for Scam. But not like any of that fucking matters, because Scam is Scam. But Yeah. I, don't know. I agree. Um, that's that's I, I think that battle. you just have to... Like, that's why I'm playing Four Color this weekend again, but I'm playing a different version. Uh, shout out to my boy D'Anthony for giving me the list. But, um, yeah, that's why I'm playing Four Color, Five Color Pile, whatever you want to call it. Um, because mm-hmm. it it does have a decent scam matchup, regardless of you getting double griefed. Um, because I played sure. against him on Sunday at the RCQ, and I double griefed him on turn one, and he still ended up just absolutely shoving it down my throat. Um, and, yeah, I was really impressed with the deck. I was really impressed with the way it was, he, like, kind of put it together. So I told him, I said, you send me a 75, I'll literally put it together, and I'll send it. So we shall see what happens from there. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to talk to Tanner because he's actually played Blue Black. So Cameron did too. To... <laughs> oh, yeah. Cameron did play yeah. at the... Was it the Narbs RCQ? Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm probably just going to ask them if I should play Scam. Cameron's going to tell you no. He thinks, uh, he thinks the Blue Black deck is all absolute garbage. Um... He just felt, he, he, his exact words were any game that I didn't draw the ring or shielded, the deck is absolute ass. But any game that I had the ring and shielded, I won. There's no question. So, yeah, take that for what it is, but. <laughs> that's so interesting. Like how just two sequences. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what the deck does. Yeah. I was going to say, it's crazy how two cards that just interact very well together just make the deck fucking broken and apparently from from what i was told i'm i don't know this for sure but it really can't beat the four color decks like oh yeah that's any control deck period that's fair um that's why fucking blue white's unplayable so everybody's playing on that's not true i saw somebody play it play what blue white who i saw i saw it on uh goldfish the other day i think it was like uh, somebody played it in like a something like an RCQ that was pulled. It wasn't. It was like a week ago, but um, I saw it online. I think or somebody posted on Twitter or something saying they played blue white and modern, and I was like mad impressed with the blue white deck. It actually looked really good um, because of the fact that like I think that it was just I want what was weird about it. They were playing Kahira still, I think. But they were playing, like, a Time Warp and, like... Um, a Time Warp? Yeah, what? and they were playing, like, uh, the Narset Days Undoing package, but, like, not a ton of them. It was, like, two Narsets and one Days Undoing. And then um, they were also, like, playing a couple Utility Lands. So they were playing, like, Gyre Reach Sanitarium and something else. And then, obviously, the Four Teferis four solitudes all that good stuff like that um but no it looks it looked like decent but it's still it's still basically blue white it's just you have to, i think i feel like if you play a lot of blue white you have to like play a lot of blue white to understand how to attack the format yeah 
the issue, uh, I got off blue-white when it was like, when four-color decks were strictly just like a value deck, and they played expressive iteration, and it was the four-color control decks. I was like, okay, so I'm playing blue-white, and I'm just getting destroyed by these four-color control decks. I was just like, I'm just gonna play the best deck in the format, and that's kind of around the time where I just kind of pivoted into, into scam. Yeah. So... Understandable. I can understand Same. that. Um, yeah, I know. It's just uh, it's a weird time in modern right now. It's a weird time. So, Very weird time. you want to talk about? I guess just I guess briefly or semi briefly talk about the challenges from this past weekend. Yeah, there was a big uproar yeah. on Twitter about it. Um, Let's do we'll it. Start with the Friday one. I guess I'll start with the Friday one. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you tackle the 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 one the other one that was a monstrosity of a top eight. All right, so the Friday ch- Friday night challenge was first place. Rakdos mid range, um, which is basically Rakdos scam. Uh, second place was yep. Yog. Third place was Living End. Fourth place was Scam. Fifth place was Zoo Domain Zoo. That's kind of cool. Um, okay. sixth place was scam, seventh place was scam, and eighth place was Titan in the hands of Nathan of the Guilt Leaf, which plays Titan all the effing time. So, um, if that you take that into what you want, um, the weird thing is the breakdown of the top 32, uh, 10 of the top 32 decks. Uh, so approximately 31% was scam of the top 32. So, Seeing the things still trending in the direction of Scam is the best deck in the format, uh, according to online results. So, yeah. What about the uh, the Saturday challenges, sir? You want to? So you're you gonna go with the the modern '96 challenge, or you're gonna go with the? Uh... I'll I'll let you handle this one. I I physically can't. That is... <laughs> That is, I want to throw up. That's fair. All right, so there was a regular modern challenge. There's two modern challenges on Saturday. There was a regular modern challenge, and then there was a modern challenge 96, which is like a, a little bit more premiere of a modern challenge. Uh, it has better prize support, um, things like that. So the regular modern challenge was won by Twiddlestorm, which was super weird. Um <laughs> It, this Twiddle Storm deck is crazy. I'm not gonna shout lie. out though. Shout out to that, like yeah. Shout out to like, my dudes casting Dreams Grip. You know, like just an impressive, impressive thing. Um, yeah, I think that Matt Nass was playing this deck for a while online and was trying to perfect it, uh, and then people start trying to like play other cards. Uh, you know, as far as Twiddle Storm goes. Obviously, the Twiddle Storm deck is, excuse me, uh, the Twiddle Storm deck is uh, a Thassa's Oracle deck, so, you know, you're basically yep. winning by milling your whole self, casting Thassa's Oracle, and winning the game. Um, in second place, you had Four Color, Omnath, in third, fourth, and fifth place, you had Scam. Uh, in sixth and seventh place, you had Burn, and then in eighth place, you had Amulet again. Amulet just... Just can't crack the top eight, huh? It's just, they're just stuck in eight. Cannot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then there was seven out of the top 32 decks were Rakdos midrange. Um, so that was approximately 21% of the Saturday, the regular Saturday challenge. And then we go on to Modern Challenge 96, which Ugh. it is a little bit worse than 
whatchamacallit. All right. First place, Rakdos, Rakdos Scam. Second place, Mardu Scam. Third place, Rakdos Scam. Fourth place, Rakdos Scam. Fifth place, Rakdos Scam. Sixth place, Rakdos Scam. Seventh place, Yog Moth. Eighth place, Mono Black Coffers. So this means that the first through the sixth, there's six Rakdos Scam decks or Scam decks in the top eight of this tournament, uh, which just blew up Twitter. I don't know if you saw the absolute chaos that ensued whenever this was posted online, but Twitter just had a heyday. So that was uh, interesting to watch people's reactions to that. It's like, what? As a scam player, of course, I understand, like, what people are thinking and what people are feeling. But when is Wizards of the Coast going to realize that? I mean, even I can admit that it's it's a little problematic, but... God, I don't know. The issue is just if they ban something from scam, then they have to touch something or, like, ban something. All right, so I have an interesting theory about that, but uh, we'll do that after we start, because we're going to talk about scam right after this, so uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll dive deep, but I have an interesting theory. Um, sure. Yeah, no, so this was just uh, an absolute monstrosity of a top eight, honestly. Um, but I will say this. I'll preface this whole conversation about scam being so relevant on these online results is that scam is much more accessible online than it is in paper. And I'm not saying that people can't access it in paper. I'm not saying that people aren't spending the money on it. I'm just saying that scam as a whole in paper is anywhere from $1,200 to $1,600, depending on what, you know, type, what variation of scam you're playing. So it's a little more out of reach in paper than it is playing it in online because you have all these rental services. You can do it for very cheap and it, you know, why would you not play the best deck if you're going to, you know, do that online? So for the online stuff, I can, I understand why everyone's playing the deck. It is really good. Excuse me. It is really good, but you know, you have to, you have to take that into consideration that it is online and it is not necessarily a reflection of what it would be like in paper, even though, even though it would be somewhat close, but it's not going to be 37% of the entire top 32, which is crazy. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. That's almost Hogak numbers. Almost. No, Hogak numbers were like 40 plus. <laughs> but <laughs> but still, for a deck that doesn't do... I mean, for a deck that doesn't do what Hogak did, that is really high. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was what, six of the top eight, and then there was seven, eight, nine, ten. There was ten in the top 16. So... I mean that's a that's still a lot in the top sixteen. So I don't know, that's pretty crazy. You wanna Sorry, I don't know why I'm like I'm like addictively yawning right now. Um yeah, did you want to uh hit the Sunday? Because the Sunday is actually it looks normal. The Sunday event? Yeah. The ten that's the ten twenty nine, right? Yeah, it looks it looks normal. Yeah, like yeah, the top eight just first place we got mono green. Uh, second place, Living End. Third place is Scam. Fourth place is Four Color. 
Fifth place is Yawgmoth. Sixth place is Titan. We broke the the eighth place curse I know, there. I know. With Titan. Thank God. Shout out. Uh, seventh place is Crashing Footfalls, and eighth place is Good Old Living. Uh, so two. To, to, to correct me if I'm wrong. That's almost eight different decks. That is almost eight different decks. The only decks that overlapped were Living End, and that's pretty good. Yeah. See, and that, that's the problem I see with Modern right now. Is like you'll see that top eight with six, you know, six uh, scam decks, and then you look at this top eight, and you're like, this looks f- fucking healthy, you know? Yeah. Like, it's so hard to decipher. Well, that's the thing. And there's not even... There's only one scam deck in the top... 18 of this event i know <laughs> like, I'm, like and the issue is is that scam does just lose to itself a lot yeah right? that's fair so it's like i feel like that's where that balance kind of comes into play but i mean i get it people don't like getting grief scammed like sure yeah like, and then totally obviously they saw the the saturday results before they did the sunday tournament so you know, I can imagine that everybody was like, oh, I'm definitely not losing this game today. Like, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's definitely a strange, a strange turning of the tides from Saturday to Sunday. Um, it's just so yeah, it's weird. weird. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I mean, like obviously we're going to talk about scam a little bit more in depth. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Do you, I guess we can kind of just combine our, our, our like whole whole last couple of things that we we're going to talk about here and just say, is modern a problem right now? Oh, I'm going to get so much shit for saying this, but no, I think I think modern's like it's this double edged sword where I want wizards to ban something out of scam for player sentiment, um, because I want people to keep showing up to events and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, and it could be bias. I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, but I think modern's in a fine spot. If you really want to beat scam, just sleeve up burn. Yeah. Or sleeve up a good four color deck. Like the deck has its bad matchups. Living in too. It's, I think living in's an okay matchup. Yeah. Yeah. That too. The, the issue is, is that people want to keep playing their pet decks and granted, I, I think you should be able to if you want to, but I mean, you also shouldn't be begging for for bans if, you know, like, sure, Scam has a lot of good matchups, but Scam also kind of folds to like Hammer Time and Burn and, uh, you know, the four color decks. And I'm not saying that Scam doesn't have any game against those decks because they can very well just grief you on one and you're sitting there stupid with no cards in your hand, yeah. but I mean, there's decks that beat it. Rhinos, Rhinos isn't a good matchup for first game either. Yeah. Like, and granted, bad matchups, quote unquote, could just be like, you know, close to 50 50 matchups, but sure. I don't know. I feel like uh, modern's fine. People can play whatever they want and win tournaments. And I, I think that's the big thing that should matter. Um, it's not like Hogak where people played four Leyline of the Voids in the sideboard, you know? Oh, in the main deck. Sorry. Let me correct you there. Sorry. Yeah. In, the, <laughs> in their main deck. Like, because they knew they were going to run into yeah, it. Yeah. If you don't hit Leyline on game one, you're just, you're just hosed. 
Yeah. What fun time. It's like the it's like the same sentiment with like the wondering, right? People were begging for that card to be banned. Now I don't hear people talking about the card at all. Well, correct. Like it's crazy. I don't know. Is what you mean to Magic, say? Magic not even. I think the card's fine. No, no, no. I'm saying that the the talk of what you're like the idea of what you're saying is kind of crazy. Of being like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but we said it. Like, we said it. We're like, everybody wants to hate this card because it's new and it's really, really good. So every deck's kind of playing it. But now it's kind of like watered down where only like big mana decks or control decks are playing it. It's not like you can just put it... In theory, you could put it in any deck, right? But is it going to be good? Yeah. I mean... I mean, yeah, I, I I kind of agree with you on the same thing of being like, I think modern is fine. I think that everyone's personal biases get in the way of, um, you know, actually seeing what modern is for like right now. Like, I think that if somebody just like loses this to like getting double griefed on one and then like, you know, like getting grief scammed on one and then getting like fury scammed the next turn or something crazy like that, they're just like. All right, well, Scam drew the nuts, so the format's terrible, and Scam's the best deck, and everything's terrible in the world, which I can understand. I also, at times, can get tilted by things like that happening, but I think, in general, Modern's fine. I did want to ask you this. You think that that Wizards would change their mind if there was a GP every weekend? Like, remember, like, back in the old days, right? When there was a GP every weekend. I think so. I think because okay. people would get bored and sick of just watching people play Scam I, over and I over again. I think they would Splinter Twin it because they would say I think so too. the play patterns are not what we want to happen in the game of Magic the Gathering, so therefore we are going to get rid of this deck. That's, that was their exact same excuse for Splinter Twin getting banned, was the play patterns on camera were awful. Yep. So if Scam existed... eggs... Yeah, exactly. Like, all these decks, all yeah. these play patterns suck. Well, now that we don't have tournaments that are being, like, basically streamed every weekend on a large-scale format, uh, where Wizards is putting their own money into streaming it, you know, they are basically okay with these things happening. So, I don't know. It's a different time, different age, but... Well, it's not losing the money. Correct. Right? Because, like, people would literally get off of streams because they're like, okay, Splinter Twin Mirror Match, this is boring. I'm going to go watch a YouTube video till the next match comes up, right? Correct. So it's like, now that they don't have to deal with that, they are they seem to be more lax on, like, bannings and, like... I don't necessarily think it was a money thing for them. Because, like, whatever, they make tons of money, but... Yeah, it just didn't look good, though. Yeah, for sure. The production value was definitely a little bit lower back then. So That's it's like... Sure. Okay, so let me let me ask you this then. So, like a follow up to that question is also also. But before you ask me that question, I do want to say this. I think the reason why scam doesn't need to be touched is because they don't grief scam you on one every game. And Correct. I think you so. can vouch for that. Like I literally like that whole tournament, like that whole RCQ. I grief scammed on one, maybe twice. Oh, see, like I the whole I tournament. didn't. I I I grief scammed like six times. Dude, I rarely get the grief scam hands. Maybe it's just because I'm I'm stupid control player and I see a hand with like that curves out kind of nicely. I'm okay. This is fine. Maybe I need to start mulliganing for like Not grief me. scam. Not me. You want to know? I threw back a hand that people thought I was crazy on Saturday or on Sunday. I threw back the hand of land, land, ragavan, thoughtsies, uh, fable, 
Shieldred and something else. It was like Shieldred and then like Undying Spell. There was no, there was no grief. There was no fury in my hand, but it was a really good curve. And somebody was standing behind me. I can't remember who it was, but somebody was standing behind me, and I just, I look at the hand for like ten seconds, and I go, "It's not good enough." Throw it back in the deck, and then I drew the grief scam uh, with my neck with my mulligan, and I was like, "Snap it off, double grief you." My opponent basically lost the game on the spot, and I was like. Yeah, this deck is just stupid. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. But I threw away a really good hand. Like, I, th- I threw away a hand that was a good curve. You know, I was on the play. So, like, turn one Ragavan. And I'd go turn two, uh, you know, Thought Seize, hold up, whatever. Um, hold up the Undying spell that I had. And then, like, turn three, play Fable. Uh, you know, it was a really good curved hand. But I was like, I came here to Grief Scam, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's fair. So, I don't know. Uh, Results-based thinking, maybe. But All right. So, the question I had was, if... Because I had this conversation the other day uh, with with a couple people. If you could... If you had the power to change the way... Or to to ban anything in Scam, what do you think the most reasonable card to ban in Scam would be? Because I have the answer. I'm just going to let you know now. I gotta think. I have the answer. I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak it like it's truth. But so, uh, I'll, so I'll, I'll purpose you, this. A lot of people. You're gonna, th- go you're gonna think I'm smoking that pack. But I think they need to completely ban two of the undying spells, nope. whether it be undying evil or nope, and not dead or any split of the two. Or there's, there's five of those spells, by the way, six. Six? There's Damn, six. I thought there were only three. There is uh, Undying Malice. There is um, Undying Evil, or whatever it's called. Um, there is Not Dead After All. There is Malakir Rebirth, and there is one more. Never mind. Yeah, That's, there's five yeah, of them total. One. All right, uh, just ban Grief. Call it a day. Okay, see, that was my answer. I say just ban Grief and call it a day. The scam deck does not exist with just Fury. And the... Other thing is, is like, you're not making one deck a ton better, right? You're not making all the other elementals absolutely insane. Well, you know, because like, yeah, you take scam out of the format, whatever. I, I was making this argument the other day that the the worst possible line you can sit on the other side of the table from is definitely grief into like undying spell grief. It's just you clearly haven't played against Tronland Map Go. I mean, I, I've played Tronland Map Go, <laughs> so I understand that. But I mean, uh, you know, it's just so backbreaking when you're like, "All right, cool, I have to Morgan to six. All right, let me keep this really good six. And your opponent just goes, "All right, cool, I'm going to strip your two best cards, and you literally can't play the game for the next six turns, and I'm just going to kill you." Like that's just—it's really demoralizing to do that. But no, it is. But. I also, at the same time, think it's borderline unnecessary evil for the format. It's like, you know, not a ton of people liked the Green Goblin, but he was a necessary villain. You know? Pulling out the Spider-Man course. Yeah, no, I know. I, I saw a commercial it. earlier today, so that's I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's I don't... I think that grief is the answer. I think it's just grief. But... 
at the same time, you got to think about it as like, okay, well, if Scam completely gets erased off the planet as a deck, then like, what takes over the format, right? Four color. Four color. Easy. Easy. And the, I have no offense, but that shit's so boring. That is so much more boring than just getting scammed on one. See? So, like, then you argue that scams a necessary evil, even though it is really a... A, a, a thousand percent. It could be because I'm a gambling addict, you know, low-key, <laughs> and I fucking... I love just spinning them wheels every time I'm mulligan, That's you know? Fair. That's what it feels like. There's shiny, bright lights and... <laughs> oh, bro, it's like... It's like hitting a jackpot. Yeah. It feels really fucking good. Yeah, for sure. But, I completely agree. Oh. Yeah, no, I, I I share I share the same uh, same sentiment as as what you're thinking too. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of uh, unfortunately I think a necessary evil right now until something else changes the format. Uh, luckily, as soon as we win this RCQ on Saturday, that we don't have to worry about it at all, and I can focus on Pioneer for the re- next Bro, two months. Just Let's queuing. go, baby. I think I am going to play Scam just so I can just queue and get this shit fucking done and over with. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't know if you heard the T, but you know that the next RC in, is that you qualify for in Denver is not DreamHack. Oh, no. That's confirmed. I know. I'm just... I didn't know yeah, if you knew yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah. Who's running it now? I, I, I'm thinking that it's probably the Laughing Dragon guys. Maybe they, like, you know... Maybe they like, you know, squirmed their way in. I'm not gonna say squirm. That's a really derogative word, but <laughs> yeah, I guess really fucked fuck up to me? say. I'm sorry to anybody that I know <laughs> from Laughing Dragon. Um, <laughs> they squirmed their way in. No, um, they they weasel. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I'm assuming it's them. Maybe Wizards is taking it back over, and they're just gonna like bring back the production team and everything, and just be like, here we are. Um, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. I feel like that it's going to probably be ran really s- a little bit smoother because it's going to be somebody that cares more than DreamHack. But or it For could sure. just also be a I one-off. Mean, that is that is very sad though because I think the DreamHack events were actually pretty cool. Oh, the DreamHack events are fun as shit, especially if you're not just like there just to play Magic and you can like exactly. enjoy DreamHack for what it is. Like and not and play magic? correct exactly and yeah. also you get free monsters all day. Why would you not want to do that? You know that is so sick, <laughs> dude. I the only issue with when we went to Dallas for the RC uh, like a few months ago was that it was like a ten minute walk or fifteen minute walk to go get monsters. So anytime we went and did that, we always like grabbed a few, and uh, <laughs> then they started telling us that we could only grab one at a time, which was really annoying. So yeah, but y'all went up there like six times and they're like guys. Like, we're running dry. Oh, here. I circled. No, they're definitely not running dry. I, I saw them. Dude, okay, so this is one thing I haven't seen at the other RCs, which I thought this was crazy here. They wheeled mm-hmm. in a, a whole big-ass, like, five-foot pallet of fucking monster. And I was like, God dang. That's a lot. Yeah, they're definitely Jeez. not running out over the weekend. They brought they bring it home. They bring it back. Okay. So they definitely don't run out, that's for sure. But no, I think DreamHack is awesome for 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 being DreamHack and, and everything that DreamHack brings with it. Um, but I also think they kind of neglect the magic part portion, even though there's a large majority of people in certain regions that go for the magic, um, the magic portion of the event. So yeah, well, I mean, the one in California was pretty cool. Oh, dude, the one in California um, was the best one. But the one in fucking Atlanta, dude, they threw us in like the corner of like this. 
It felt like a shack. That was almost. the first one though. So like I can understand the first one's not gonna be great, right? We'll see yeah, if they fair. improve it this Atlanta. Because this Atlanta coming up in December is gonna basically be the did they learn what they did wrong last time? And if so, how much can they improve it? True. So maybe they put Magic in a whole separate hall like they did in Dallas. Like this, the Dallas trip, they put Magic in like the hotel opposite of like the actual uh, convention center that the actual DreamHack was in. So, which I'm not going to lie, was convenient for the noise aspect. But, um,. Yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how this Atlanta's going to go. I hope they hope they definitely change some things up um, from what they did last time. I'm excited for it for sure. Hopefully, we win this RCQ these RCQs on uh, this weekend so that we don't have to worry about modern for a while, and I can switch back to playing Pioneer a lot because I'd much rather focus on that to qualify for the PT in Chicago. That'd be much more exciting. Um, so we'll see where it goes from there, but. Um, for now, again, I'll True. reiterate, I don't think Modern's in a terrible spot, even though scams I, are all over the place. I don't think so either. I think Modern's fine. I think it's healthy. Granted, sure, like, that one event did look kind of sus. Healthy's a strong word, but... <laughs> well, healthy in the sense that, like, not every top eight is plagued by five or four scam decks. True, you know? but... Inherently, what you're saying is that it's not healthy, but like just because the way you're saying it. But I understand what you're saying. I, I completely yeah. understand what you're saying. Now, every top eight's plagued with multiple scam decks. Oh, well, I guess several scam decks. Let me say that. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's one or two in there. Yeah, definitely I mean, a couple. Every format's gonna have the best deck, right? So it's like not legacy. I'm just saying. Yeah, saying. True, but the card pull for legacy is like vastly bigger. That's also it's true. just it's just what modern is man like i remember when people bitched about tarmogoyf when people bitched about siege rhino they're like ban siege rhino ban lingering souls oh cryptic command too strong guys look i stopped caring about what the best deck is in a format once i realized that two three years from now the cards that are good now they're gonna be shit because of what's that shit called Power creep. Ah, uh, yes. Bro, the power creep's gonna be disgusting in two to three years. Well, we get Modern Horizons 3 next year, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that so. too. We're gonna get turn one Ulamog in that set, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, so, I forgot. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, why would you not want to turn one Ulamog? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you didn't know that they're combining all three of the Tron lands into one? That just says, as long as you were on the play, you get to have seven mana on turn one? That sounds pretty. <laughs> sounds pretty good. Turn one, Karn Liberated. It's called Urza's Trifecta, and it's like. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh no, it's called the Urza Tristone. That's what it's called. That's oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, I saw that spoiler. That's dude. Yeah, I I mean, you just lose the Ghost Quarter, right? Because you can only play one in your. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's the first card that's ever been restricted in Modern, so. And it's preemptively yeah. restricted. They like came out when they did the spoiler, so yeah, it's pretty. It's well, pretty it's crazy. a, it's a legendary legendary land. Ah, uh, yeah, so yeah. So it's not really restricted. It's just it's like the legendary. old old legendary rule where you can only have one legendary permanent on either side of the battlefield. Exactly. Did you play back then? I did. Mm. I did. Yeah, that was pretty wild. I had many. I had many Jaces thrown into the graveyard because my opponent played a random fucking Jace. So. <laughs> that shit was funny. 
um yeah no i mean it's it's pretty crazy uh different so times. what do you you said you said you're between what three decks this weekend grixis blue black or scam gotcha. but after our conversation i think i'm just gonna play scam yeah we talk some sense into him baby you gotta do it gotta do what you gotta do for show for show um yeah i'm i'm pretty locked into four color five color whatever it's got black in it somewhere for leyland binding so true um but yeah that'll be dope we'll see we shall see how it goes yeah well is there anything else you're you need to say or cover before we uh close out this week's episode um not necessarily uh i will say thank you guys for obviously listening to us um you know in the recent absence of the last couple weeks i know vega said something earlier and apologized to you guys for not being as consistent recently but i didn't personally say thank you so thank you guys to for coming back and listening to us we appreciate you guys so much we don't do this for any other reason but we think it's a fun thing and if somebody gets something out of it then that's our goal um you know we're always uh like vega said always open to suggestions in any way shape or form uh don't you know hesitate to shout us out on twitter in um I believe your Twitter tag is like at Advent. Um, and then mine is at bmoney 3 stacks So if you guys, um, you know, have any, have any thoughts, have anything you guys want us to talk about, by all means, reach out to us. We're more than happy to talk to you guys. If you have any special guests you guys want to see on the podcast, we will definitely try and make that happen. I know that the Dom episode was really cool, really fun. Um, so I'm, I'm more than happy to try and get anybody on here that you guys might norm- not normally hear on a podcast. I'll try my hardest to get them. Me too. I think it'll be uh, super dope to get some more people on. Um, so yeah, just let us know who you guys want to see on the podcast. And once again, guys, thank you so much for listening to the completed podcast. Um, episode number 26. Shout out. We've been doing yes. this for what? Close to six, seven months yeah, now? six, seven That's- months, something like that. That is so sick. So again, thank you guys so much for supporting us. Make sure to leave a review. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter. We're actually going to make a specific Twitter strictly for the podcast. So make sure to um, get that information on next week's episode. Um, And yeah, guys, again, just thank you for everything. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys in episode number 27 of the completed podcast next week. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Peace.